0: Welcome to Teaching Brute. Today's topic is all about teaching digital citizenship. Say that one 10 times fast.
1: No, right now. Not enough <laughs> time. Um, yeah, no, digital digital citizenship is an issue that's come up a lot. Um, pretty much every year that I've ever taught in a school that uses computers remotely, have um, And the more we get online, the more important it becomes for our students, no matter how old, to be aware of the uh, the safeties of the Internet. So, I mean, we're basically just going to talk to the various ways that we can get digital, digital citizenship across to your students. Um, and including various programs that you can use. Um, So yeah, there we go. Um, So, I mean, the first thing you want any school should have is like a responsible use agreement or a responsible practice agreement, something like that that will basically ensure that there's a clear understanding of the use of computers and the use of the technology while they're at school every day.
0: And it does need to be age-appropriate. Yes. You can't just give the grown-up legalese version, ask the kids to sign it, and then punish them when they break part of the agreement because yep. they don't actually understand it.
1: No. So if, if you've got little ease like in kindergarten, then you need to make sure that there's a kid-friendly version of it that will speak their, speak their language in a way that they can understand it. And it should also be signed by parents with the kids.
0: Yes. In fact, it's a good idea that when you send it home to be signed that you specifically say, parents, please have a conversation yeah. with your kids about this please don't just sign it and send it back. We need you to have an actual conversation about it. Because
1: that way there's a clear understanding created of what is needed from a child and what is required with the use of any device, whether they're taking it home, whether you're one-to-one in school, no matter what. Um, so that's a huge part of it. And once, you're, once your RUA is signed, and in all honesty, I don't even let my kids take out the computers until every single kid has signed the RUA. Once that's signed, then you can go about getting into digital citizenship programs and there's a bunch out there that are quite cool um
0: Peter- awesome
1: being Red awesome is a brand new one yeah with Google go Google um,
0: really good for the middle schoolers the games are okay for upper primary but the lesson plans you may need to tweak a bit if you are a primary teacher
1: yes they use some stuff they use some stuff in the context of social media that it may be harder for kids I'd say under the grade under the grade six world like around the uh, 12 13 year old world to kind of have a good idea ra- about and it makes sense because you shouldn't be on social media until you are 13 to begin with, so it makes sense why those lessons will be geared that way. But the the actual game, Interland, um, is actually really good for the kids. It's quite wordy. If you've got anyone under the age of of 8 or 9, they might be a bit bored with it, or they might not understand stuff, and you may have to sit with them as they go through it. Uh, But it is really cool. Uh, Very polygonal world, and you've got this little blue character that you move around with. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and a less game-oriented one would be one like uh, Common Sense Media, it has a lot of stuff on it, um, and you can get their stuff independently and just run it as lessons, or if you are in a situation where you can get iPads or computers to your kids like one-to-one, in any sort of way, then you can also use Nearpod, which is a great program. Go Nearpod. Um,
0: Nearpod has quite a few that they've already pre-set up. You can actually just go on and buy their pack of lessons. Yeah,
1: and they're really good. This program not brought to you by Nearpod. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are. We
0: don't actually get anything from Nearpod. We just really like them.
1: Yeah, they're really good. Uh, Anyways, so regardless, um, it's a really good set of programs. They're well worth the purchase, especially if you can do it as a school purchase. Um, And... Running them, through, running them with your kids is really cool. The kids will find Nearpod really engaging, and the graphics and the way they've got this set up through Common Sense Media is really cool.
0: One of the things that you... Don't don't go it alone. Make sure that you're involving other people when you're doing this. Yes. So if you've got a counseling department, involve them. If you've got an ed tech department, involve them. Involve your administrators.
1: Yes, get your admin on board with anything you're doing digital citizenship. It's a pretty no brainer to get them on board i mean it is kind of a necessity these days but yeah it's they really do need to be be brought on board just so that uh it can be brought school-wide
0: and this is something that you could easily be doing team teaching of between upper and lower grades or um between people who don't normally teach your kids and yourself It's, it's everybody can be a digital citizenship teacher
1: yes it's yeah. It's not a tech teacher only thing. And plus, if you feel like you are wanting to learn more about technology, you know what? It's a great way to start that route. Start that route. Um, you be internet awesome. You be kind of digital citizenship aware. And even beyond the programs, after you're done the program, these programs, or whether you do them periodically throughout the year, what do you do? Whatever you do,
0: stuff it, happens.
1: Stuff happens. You need to make sure that this sort of stuff is not a one-off few lessons and then you never talk about it again.
0: Yep, this is not the month of September and then we just go for it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 reinforcement throughout the, throughout the whole year. It's having posters in the room and there's tons of kid-friendly posters online. Common Sense Media has some on their website that you can post in your classrooms. Each one is built for different grade levels. The one I have in mine has a little kid on it with different things around it saying what you should be aware of. Um, and reinforce that with the kids Yeah, and make them aware that this thing is in the room and to, yeah, to, con- to talk about it. Have that honest conversation with your class periodically.
0: And when things happen, take the teachable teachable moment. Even if you don't have time for it, take it anyway. Even if it's just with that small group of kids around that one laptop at that point.
1: Yeah. And we're not going to get into the consequences of if something does happen. That would be for another uh, t- uh, Teaching Brood podcast down the road. But just be aware that you will likely have the, if, if, hopefully your responsible use agreement or something like that will have the guidelines put out for what would happen if a mistake is made or if something happens where you've used the internet in a way that doesn't match with the school's policies. So if that's made clear, then life is easier. Oh. So there it is. It's a, it's a bit of a shorter teaching route today. Uh, just more kind of put giving, letting you know what's out there for you to use and some basic policies and procedures for your classroom. So
0: And certainly stuff is always changing. There's always new programs coming out. So take a look around. See what else is out there.
1: Yep. And if you do, let us know. Alright, that's
0: it for today. Um, see you guys next time. Have a great one.